This is Nerd Moments with Dr. Mike. Brought to you by Original Strike. All right. Hey, Mike. Thanks for uh, jumping on this call with us for the Nerd Moment. Uh, this is going to be awesome today. We can't wait to learn from you, and we're looking forward to hearing what you got to tell us. So what kind of nerdy stuff do you have for us today? I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about, well, <clears throat> when I took a course, we, we called it the biological process of neuroplasticity. So I'm going to make that a little simpler. Just some simple steps to uh, create the best environment possible to make those uh, changes in your brain. How's that sound? Sounds cool. Sounds good. Changes right. in the brain. Change in the brain. So first, just uh, just a real quick, I'm going to break it down, neuroplasticity. Uh, it's kind of a buzzword, a big fancy term. Uh, just think of it's rewiring the brain. And I would take it to another level of we want to rewire the brain with intention. And from an original strength standpoint, we want to work on resetting our, our really our reflexive strength, our resiliency. So we want to turn on all those pathways so that we fired uh, muscles in the proper sequences so things turn on and we're stable when we should be stable, but allows us to be fluid when we should be fluid. So <clears throat> any questions on that, Danny? I see, I see you looking at me, Danny. I see you looking. So you're saying you want to try to explain how to use neuroplasticity so that we move better and we express more strength. Well, exactly, and that's really the whole purpose of original strength. Right, Tim? So as we go through our resets, um, <clears throat> you know, whether it's breathing, uh, head control with, with uh, head nods or, or uh, head rotations, with our rolling, our rocking, our crawling up into our, you know, our walking, sprinting, all of our upright uh, resets as well. The whole goal is to turn that brain back on so that it responds appropriately and quickly so that as we're, like you said, expressing strength, if you will, when we're doing the things we want to do with our life. Whether it's you're going for a walk with your kids, you're playing with them at the park, or if it's other hobbies you have, powerlifting, strongman, whatever it is you enjoy doing. So that you're the best you can be and reduce the likelihood of injury. I'm never going to tell you we're going to prevent that 100% because we all know things happen. That's part of being mortal and being human. Um, so really, I know sometimes people are frustrated, and uh, we've talked with some people that – you know, they get changes, but it doesn't seem to be as fast as other people. Uh, sometimes it doesn't seem to stick as well, if you will, uh, as they start to try to make changes using the resets as uh, they start working with original strength. I'm just going to give some little pointers, maybe uh, make that process a little easier for them. Because there's always the outside factors that we can't control. Uh, whether you guys are working with someone at the gym or I'm working with patients, it's the stuff outside of our office or a gym that we can't control that might be having a, a huge effect um, on why we're not getting the changes as fast as we'd like. So <clears throat> first part of this, uh, this process would be proper stimulation. Uh, what do we mean by proper stimulation? Uh, we mean, you know, uh, if you want to make it all fancy sounding, we call it pattern input from a neurological standpoint. Um, from original strength standpoint, we're talking about the resets because those things are patterned into our central nervous system, especially when we start talking about the contralateral, the cross-crawl pattern. Those things are hardwired into us. The beautiful thing is, is with them being hardwired into us, we can make them smoother, more efficient, more functional for the things we want to do. So from our standpoint, proper stimulation is going to be diaphragmatic breathing, head control, rolling, rocking, crawling, 
again, up into the walking, the sprinting, the upright, uh, marching, those kind of things. But as we talk about all through pressing reset, we talk about at uh, OS Pro, there's a, there's a way we're supposed to do all those things. That's with proper breathing, number one. So we need to be diaphragmatically breathing, tongue at the roof of our mouth, breathing through our nose. Another big thing is <clears throat> it shouldn't create tension in the system. What I mean by that, you shouldn't have to brace, use feed forward tension, any of those things to elicit the changes we're looking for. In fact, if you're bracing and doing that, you're going hard enough that you're not going to get those reflexive changes we're looking for. So proper stimulation is running those resets kind of in that range so you don't have to push extra hard. So if we find ourselves with like a bright red face and veins popping out of our head and our neck, you know, maybe that's a little too much, right? Yeah, back off. If you're uh, gasping for air and you're struggling to keep your, your mouth shut while you're breathing, you need to back off a little bit, let yourself recover. That's the beauty of these. Most of them, you can do them at a level that you don't have to kill yourself, but there's times you can ramp it up a little notch and you can, you can turn into a real workout for, for gaining overall strength as well. The second step into making these things uh, stick, and I'm not going to go into a ton of detail on this, um, but providing proper resources for the central nervous system to be able to rebuild. All right, so what things would help the brain rebuild? So obviously that's where nutrition plays a big role. Essential fatty acids play a big role, things like fish oils with higher DHA content, so that the brain has the ability to put itself back together after or to rewire itself and to make those connections that, that we're trying to make. The third thing, this is a big one. I think it's overlooked no matter what uh, you're doing. It's recovery, so really proper rest. And this is where I think because of the ease of some of the resets, people overlook recovery. They think that, oh, I don't have to necessarily, I'm not even saying take a day off. I don't have to change up what I'm doing because I really didn't push myself that hard. Or, hey, I can, uh, I can continue to, to pound myself because these things are hardwired into us. And I'm going to tell you that's, that's the wrong approach. There does need to be some recovery. And so uh, what do I mean by recovery? Recovery might be change up what you do. So if you did a, I was talking with one of the instructors the other day via Facebook, and he did a 36-minute backward crawl yesterday. That's, that's pretty fantastic. I, I wouldn't recommend crawling probably for two or three days, honestly. Let the system recover. Let those, those new neural pathways start to cement in, if you will. Let the structure of the body recover, let the muscles recover, let the brain force running through that pathway recover so that you are fresh the next time that you do it. Um, rest, are we getting enough sleep? I would also count part of rest is uh, what's your emotional state like for the rest of the day? <clears throat> when you're not doing your resets, are you in sympathetic dominance? Are you stressed out to the max? Uh, because those things are going to have a huge factor. I know that I've talked with Tim about this a little bit. There's actually an article, and the title of the, the scientific article is Cortisol Inhibits Neuroplasticity Induction in the Human Motor Cortex. So big fancy words. It's saying that when you're stressed and you have higher levels of cortisol floating in your blood, you shut down the, the process of uh, rewiring the brain. So you do your resets, you have a great session, and then you spend the next eight hours stressed to the max, those changes are gonna be very minimal. 
So then the question is, what do I do? Um, you got to find ways to relieve that stress. Um, you got to find ways to, uh, when you look at it from a, a neurological standpoint, how can you increase some serotonin in your life? How do you feel, increase the feel good portion of it? Because that helps rebuild those neural networks. That might mean, you know what, you have a job that's high stress, you got to figure out a way to take some breaks uh, throughout the day, go outside, do some deep breathing, press reset four or five times a day, just little light sessions, you don't have to kill yourself, but something to help drive yourself back into that parasympathetic state. Another big one is learn how to breathe all day. Instead of being a mouth breather, learn how to breathe through the nose so that you can, with that deep diaphragmatic breathing, you fire that that sympathetic or parasympathetic side of the system, you really drive yourself into a parasympathetic state, even under high stress. Um, I mean, here was the, the conclusion of that study, which I thought was really cool. This was like the final sentence of their conclusion. I'm going to, I'm going to read it word for word. So I'm quoting another study. It says our finding <clears throat> have important implications for rehabilitative therapies using neuroplastic change in the human motor cortex to promote functional recovery. So just, just stop right there. So really what we're doing, if you will, I mean, are we saying we're rehabbing? I, I wouldn't say we're necessarily rehabbing, but is it, a re, is it rehabilitative in nature? It really is. We're trying to restore how things should fire properly. And, and they found right there, their findings that when you have levels of cortisol, higher levels circulating, you then shut that down. And that's really what they say is it suggests that this plasticity induction is what they call it. So the start of that process is shut off by the cortisol and the benefit is there's no benefit or it alleviate or reduces the benefit of that, that therapy. So that being said, as you examine yourself, as you're going through with the resets, why am I not getting the changes I'm looking for? Or you have those clients that are, are struggling. I'm not saying be counselor or do anything crazy like that. I'm saying, Hey, you might need to figure out, how do you change some things in your outside life to get those changes to stick so you can do the things you want to do? Awesome. So, so just to summate what you just said, stress is a neuroplasticity inhibitor and it can thwart your efforts to press reset. Um, and if you, if, if you're finding that your resets aren't, you're not getting changed the way you want to, or they're not sticking, it could be that you have uh, stress in your life that you are not, um, not recognizing or not acknowledging. And Correct. you need to find ways to relieve that stress. Like, yes, deep breathing is one way. I mean, that is a reset, but you may need to find other outlets too, like smiling, like going to bed early, like not answering your emails at right five minutes before you go to bed and simple things like that as well. Correct. Correct. Awesome. awesome. That was good. Mike, that was a lot of good information. And in like just 10 minutes, I think that was pretty solid. So uh, we are really looking forward to doing more nerd moments with you, uh, keeping them to uh, 10 minutes or around that range. And uh, guys, if you have questions for uh, for us or for Dr. Mike, uh, please feel free to shoot us an email at uh, nerdmoments at originalstrength.net and we would be happy to answer future questions for you as much as we can. Uh, and if you're on our Facebook or Instagram, you can also uh, shoot us a message there or um, 
or a post, uh, post on a, on a, one of our images there. So you guys, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. We hope you have a great day. Thanks, Dr. Mike. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Mike.